The FM Evolution Podcast is brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services. We'll ensure consistently great performance to help keep your business running smoothly. For more information, visit cgpconstruction.com. This morning, the the truck with all of our stuff left for Charlotte. So this morning happening, and we did have a mini celebration among the staff team this morning, but everything is on its way to Charlotte, and we are excited and ready to go and ready to see everyone. This is the FM Evolution Podcast, brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, bringing you trends, innovations, and advancement of the facility management universe. Welcome to the Evolution. Here's Sean Black. What's up, guys? Sean Black at FM Evolution. Welcome back to another show. Hey, we're doing a special edition here. We're looking at the 2021 sneak peek of the Restaurant Maintenance and Facilities Association show. Otherwise known as RIFMA. Uh, we have a special guest on, Teresa Foster, the new CEO of RIFMA. And I'm excited because we get to learn about all the new stuff that's going to be happening this year. And, uh, and what really happened last year? It's Teresa's first year. She had uh, a crazy year to start with a pandemic and everything else in between. So stay tuned. You don't want to miss this. But before that, here is a word from our sponsor. Did you know that CGP Maintenance and Construction Services are also commercial plumbers? They added the plumbing division in 2000 and have been serving the nation's largest brands ever since. They offer everything from cleaning drains, camera work, and grease trap repairs to full repipes and dig-ups. So when your brand needs commercial plumbing, remember to call CGP. They are ready to be on-site 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. They specialize in restaurants, retail stores, commercial buildings, and hospitality. No matter what your plumbing needs may be, CGP is ready. And because they are a maintenance company, they can make the repairs needed after the plumbing is completed as well. One call will do it all. Call them today at 858-454-7326 or check them out on the web at www.cgpconstruction.com. Give them a call today. What's up, guys? It's Sean Black at FM Evolution. Welcome back to another show. Um, every year I'm excited because as another year we get to go to RIFMA's annual convention. And this year is extra special because RIFMA has a brand new CEO, a new leader in the house, and it's Teresa Foster. And she is here with us today. Teresa, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sean. Uh, glad to be here. I'm so excited to have you here because um it is it's been a crazy year. Yeah. It's been a it's been a nuts year. And if there's one thing that I can count on, it's RIFMA and that annual event, and I get to go and, and meet people and everyone gets to unwind a little bit, yeah. have fun and learn some new stuff. Uh, for those who don't know you yet, haven't met you, aren't familiar with RIFMA, can you tell us a little bit about you? So um I am an association executive. I have been in the association management industry for a minute or two. I won't say the exact number of years. I'm going to leave it at that. But I can tell you that this is my third association. My first job right out of college, a couple years out of college, was with the National Athletic Trainers Association. And I was there a long time. I held just about every position I think I could have held except executive director. And I decided I wanted to be an executive director and that, you know, my boss was still there and 
So I found a job with the Greater Dallas Building Owners and Managers Association. I started there in 2011, and now, 10 years later, here I am at RIFMA. Happy to be here. (laughs) Awesome. We're excited to have you. There's so many great things I know that's going to be happening. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Before we get started, I always love to ask everyone what they're reading, because a big part of FM is leadership and uh, leaders are readers. So I'd love to what, share us what you're reading. Okay, so uh, in full disclosure, for the last month, I've been reading scripts. Okay, so <laughs> that has been my reading. And, and they're all fascinating, by the way, great scripts. And, and I like to divide, though, my reading into kind of two areas. I have my reading that's just my fun vacation reading, and then I have my learning, more meaningful reading. And I, I do want to toss out one of the, the my book I'm reading for pleasure right now is called The Rainwater Secret. And it's interesting because it's a historical novel written by a new friend, and it's based on the life of her aunt, who was a missionary in Africa after World War II. And it's really good, but I think there's going to be some really good learning experiences because she was dealing with some serious issues in Africa at the time. So I'm excited from a historical perspective to read this. Uh, From an educational and learning perspective, I'm actually revisiting a book I read several years ago. And it's called A More Beautiful Question, The Power of Inquiry to Spark Breakthrough Ideas. And it's by a writer named Warren Berger. Since we're doing so much planning, I decided I should read it again. One of my consultants recommended it years ago. I was talking to a colleague of the famous, the same consultant. She's like, have you ever read this book? I'm like, you know, I've read parts of it. I need to pick that up again. Um, But I'm really pleased to say that I've hit 2021 And now I'm reading it. I'm actually not reading it. I'm listening to it via Audible. So I'm now transitioned into technology and doing something with that 35-minute commute. So I'll be, that is what I'm working on right now. Audible saves me all the time. Like, (laughs) I I am not great at reading books, but I'm great at listening to books. And, uh, you know, and and then who has the time? It's one of those things where, you you're always uh you know always on the go and yeah. and that net time that everyone talks about in between on flights and travel uh, i will say i will say here that i am starting extreme ownership Ooh. this is a great book uh, yeah it's so good i saw jocko uh willie is the author uh, co-author and I saw him speak recently. Our CEO sent us to an entree leadership. That man blew me away. He is like more, he has more uh, uh, macho machismo in his little finger than I do in my entire body. He is like, you can, looks could kill. This man would just destroy. So he's, he is so man, man. He's a man's man. But, uh, you know, it was great because the leadership component of it was, uh, he, he laid it out in a military style, like what your guys need to survive, to live. I mean, what lives are depending on this and how he laid it out was fascinating to me. And, uh, I loved it and it's, it's stuck with me, you know, so move and cover. This is first rule. So if you're going to move and cover, you got to cover your guy. That's if right. you don't, he's going to get killed. And then guess what? You're done. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just about him it's about both of you 
So mm-hmm. there's so many good things. So thank you for sharing. I love those books. We're going to add those to the list. We'll add them to the notes. It's a funniest thing. The listeners love the the book section. The, yeah. They always like check that out. So. But aren't you always looking for the next good read? Always. You know, I'm planning a vacation in, um, in, I'm going to vacation in June and July. And so I've already got my, my books packed. I'm literally in a bag of, you know, to, the problem with doing this when you're very busy at work is you go to read it right before you go to bed and then you fall asleep. So, you know, the <laughs> audible, the vacation time, it's really good use of your time there and you're, you're not going to fall asleep. Hopefully. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. And for sure, I, uh, I'm always looking for the next great thing. Yeah. Same. So, all right. So to get us started, I want to talk about Riffmon 2021 in Charlotte. Um, I know it's been a crazy year, but how has it been working with the city of Charlotte? Uh, actually, before we do that, let's talk about this. It hasn't been a crazy, a crazy year for you guys. I wanted to hear a little bit about your journey this year. Your first year at RIFMA and, <laughs> in a pandemic. <laughs> what do you what do you do it it's nuts so I, I would love to hear your story a little bit about it well you know what july 6th it will be one year nice and i can't even believe it it's it's, it's passed quickly it's been great but every once in a while i'll look up and go what happened here um it's it's also somewhat of a blur a good blur though and you know when i was leaving my job i had a lot of people ask me are, are you are you crazy? You know, you're leaving a good job. It's a pandemic. The restaurant industry has been really hit by this. I knew what I was getting into. (laughs) And um, I like a challenge. And when I accepted this position, I knew it would be a great opportunity to learn. And that's what I like. Interesting thing, though, I know several people who've changed jobs during pandemics. I found that there's like a club of us now, right? The the people who took the leap of faith during a pandemic. We have our own club now. And they're all saying the same thing. It's there's just a lot of learning experiences. It's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, it's not like we're in this pandemic thing alone. You know, we we all of our colleagues are, whether they've been at their job 20 years, 10 years, 10 weeks. Everybody's having to get through this. But what I found at RIFMA that has made me just so happy is that the members and the leaders have been extremely supportive. When you're, when you're interviewing for an association executive job, like many jobs in this world, you get to meet a handful of team members during the interview process, mm-hmm. right? You don't meet mm-hmm. everyone. So you you go into the job wondering what the other 12 board members are going to be like. And I can honestly say I couldn't be more pleased. This group is amazing. I mean, I feel like I've made some solid friendships during a short time. I mean, I'm getting texts during football season nice. about football games. And um, I'm like, these people are amazing. Um, so and but I knew when I walked into the door that the March 2021 conference, you know, that was going to be the challenge. Uh, I knew that. And um but, you know, and recommending a date change was risky, but not recommending a change, a date change was even more Easily risky. risky. Yeah. So, of course, ended up moving, moving the conference date was the right choice. But I have to say the best part of it is knowing the whole time I felt supportive and backed up and not like I was in this alone. Like the board is, I feel like just been on board the entire time. It's, it's an amazing group. 
Yeah, I agree. You know what? And I was aware of the process of the board looking for the next, you know, leader. And uh, it was no easy task. (laughs) And so uh, I know that they chose very wisely (laughs) because it took a lot to get there. So I'm so excited to see you in the position starting and, and, uh, and it has been a nuts year, you know, but here we are, it's 2021. We've moved the dates. Charlotte is just around the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you ask you, you know, we're coming to a point like as of tomorrow, San Diego is free of masks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can't wait. I'm awake for the morning. And I'm just going to throw all away my mask. Every single one of them in the trash. <laughs> Done with them. I don't want to see another mask. Um, so, but I know working with different, different, you know, regions is, is can be challenging. How was it working with Charlotte? Is it's been pretty good. Has it been up back and forth? You know, I have to give props to the city of Charlotte, the convention and visitors bureau, the convention center and the hotels. I feel like they've been extremely helpful for us and really have worked with us. We've had to make a lot of changes I mean, like every conference in 2021, our show is going to be smaller. And it doesn't matter what industry you're in, every conference is going to be smaller. We can't help that. And I was on a panel to discuss meetings, and this was the consensus of the group. Um, But they've been so supportive. They've agreed to a lot of changes just to get us there. You know, and even though we made this decision last summer, we had a final call in, in the middle of April just to confirm that we were moving forward, everybody on the same page, everybody in agreement. This is what we're doing. That's that final, last, are we still good here call. And right before the call, one of the convention center reps was texting me going, good luck. You know, they just wanted us there so bad and we wanted to be there. And I have never been happier to send a text that says, see you <laughs> June. And um, they were, they're so excited. They're happy to have us. And it's, you know, this is a game changer for a lot of people in that industry. One thing that has really hit me personally, um, I've worked in the meetings and conventions industry for many, many years, like 30. Okay. And I can tell you the third week of June is when the National Athletic Trainers Association held their annual conference and BOMA International held its annual conference. So for 30 years until last year, I have been gone on Father's Day every year. Every year of my life, my dad's like, yeah, don't come home because that means you won't have a job. I don't want to see you that bad. Enjoy your conference. But what you find is you're working these shows. A lot of the same people are there every year, right? They, they, you know, we outsource a lot of things. They bring the same people and you get to know them. And it dawned on me that these people haven't been working for a year. And and I've, it's made me feel um, happy so happy that we're a part of bringing them back to work. And whether it's the people at the convention center, at the, um, at the hotels, the AV company, the, all those people, I'm just happy that we're a part of the group that brings it back together. You know, that's a, that's a super uh, good point. And a lot of people don't realize that these people have just been out of a job, you know, and it's just, they're not working. Uh, you know, we all kind of we all kind of get caught up in our own things, but but uh, you know, anyone who's in this industry, catering industries, the service industry, the hotel hospitality industry, it's been 
crazy hard and um, things are going back, you know, things are starting to happen now. Um, but now there's a whole new set of new challenges. <laughs> now, now we're all, we're, we're, we're facing a whole new, uh, what do we do? We can't get people back, you know? And so that's going to be, that's going to be a new challenge. We, I've talked a lot about that over the last couple of weeks uh, and some of these shows. And it's just, it's been, uh, it's going to be interesting going forward. It, it is a challenge and it's, you know, it's a challenge for all the cities, all the restaurants, all the hotels. Um, and that may impact us. We're working with them right now to make sure that that's minimalized. But yeah. I mean, who, you know, we're just, everybody's doing the best they can right now. I tell you what, they're happy to be back at work. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So absolutely. Everyone's going to be in a good mood. <laughs> <laughs> they will be happy. We're going to be happy. All right. So this year, the rhythm is being hosted by the Charlotte Convention Center. Uh, great venue. I was wondering if you can kind of give us a little sneak peek of what we should expect there. You know, um, I d- actually did a site visit to Charlotte and it it is a great conference city. It has so much charm. It just is, it feels like almost home, like a, mm-hmm. you know, a small city for someone being from Dallas. The convention center is surrounded by the conference hotels, which is really nice. It helps with, you know, going back and forth to the hotels. You don't, you don't have to walk three miles or shuttle, even worse shuttle. Um, it's a beautiful property. In fact, they're completing a convention center renovation expansion this summer. It won't be done by the time we get there, but they've done a lot. And the center is very nice. The NASCAR Hall of Fame is connected to the center and we're having our closing party there. And I'm very excited about that. It's very nice. And, um, but I have to say from my book, um, one of the most important parts is that the food is really good there. The, I mean, no convention center food is good, right? The food That's is true. Good. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, and I've, I've actually tasted it myself. And I thought it was just me that I was really hungry. But I've had other association execs say to me, oh, this food is really good there. I'm like, okay, so it's not just me. Not just me. Wondering, thinking that the food's good. Uh, for those of you who may be concerned about COVID, the governor has lifted most of the restrictions in North Carolina, but the convention center and hotels are following very good protocols for cleaning and disinfecting and disinfection. And um, I feel like we're going to have a good show there and it's going to be, it's going to go run very well. Awesome. I, I know it's going to be great. Um, Riffman does a great job every year. And in fact, every year the show seems to get better. The production value goes up just all the planning. And I know having worked with a lot of the people at Rifma, how much really goes into mm-hmm. it. So by the time you're done, you're like, I need a vacation. <laughs> uh, but you guys work hard for that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the team's great, by the way, they have, they're very excited. So yes, <laughs> it feels like it's been five years since I've been to Rifma, but I, I know for <laughs> you guys it went quick, but for the rest of us out here, it couldn't come quick enough. So <laughs> All right, we're going to get into a quick break here, but I, before we do that, I wondered if you could share uh, what was the most challenging thing for this for you this year, being your first year. Okay, so other than the simple things of learning how to answer the phone, why is this phone? Why am I getting voicemail messages? Then nothing's happening here. Okay, that was a that was a challenge, but I mean, really. I kind of like to look at them rather than challenges as being learning opportunities. And for me personally, the biggest learning opportunity was trying to figure out a new system, you know, new people, new processes, new rules, and and the list goes on. And it also had to do this without the consistency of being able to meet with people one-on-one on on a regular basis. 
I mean, I know association management very, very well, but I had to learn RIFMA. And I like to say that all associations think they're special and they are, trust me, but we're all the same. You know, we, we all kind of operate the same, but it's the nuances that you have to learn that are really important. And you can't have someone just tell you these things. You have to live it. So yeah. that's, you know, and um, I'm really excited because we have our election coming up and this will be the, I've already done one, so I know what to do. So, you know, it's, it's nice to go through that, get through that first year. That's awesome. All right. Well, we're going to break for a moment to thank our sponsor for the show. And we'll be right back with Teresa Foster. CGP Maintenance and Construction Services Incorporated is not just a general contractor. They build, service, and maintain facilities while self-performing for some of the largest brands in the nation. With over 33 years in business, they've got what it takes to be the partner you deserve in today's fast-paced facility management marketplace. Welcome back to FM Evolution. Of course, I'm your host, Sean Black, and we are returning back with Teresa Foster at RIFMA. And we're talking about RIFMA's annual convention and 2021 uh, and all the amazing, crazy things that happened last year and, and her journey. And, and uh, I would love to talk about RIFMA going forward and your vision for the future. And I know this is a good topic for us. Okay, so call me crazy. People do, and I'm good with that. But I'm really excited about the future of RIFMA. I think we have so much potential here and that we have the, the necessary elements to really push us forward. We have strong leadership. We have amazing members and we have a solid foundation. So if you look at everything that happened in the past 16 years, I think we can use that to our advantage and take us to the next level. If you look at RIFMA, you know, in, in, at any point in its time right now, if you look at the bell curve, you know, of where we are, we're kind of in that adolescent stage and it would, it would be time where we would need to start relooking at things. Are we doing this right? Is this going to take us for the next 10 years? Is this going to be good for 15? And by the way, I'm the things I'm looking at now are not a, a one year or two year fix. I'm at two, five, 10 and 12 years. That's where, where my brain is. But, you know, we had all this going really good and then it would have been time to look at that anyway, but then COVID, you know, happened and suddenly changing wasn't an option. It was do or die. And in fact, in my opinion, doing nothing during COVID was probably the worst decision that you could have made. Are you going to get things right? Yeah. Will you get things wrong? Absolutely. But that's how you learn. So things have slowed down a little bit and I'm looking forward to how we can build on the success of the past 16 years. And this is actually going to start with some board strategic planning. Where do we want to go? Where do we need to be in order to continue to be relevant for our industry and for our profession? What do the members want? What do they see is, is going to be key for our growth and development? And again, I look to the board and say, where, do, where is it? That, what are you thinking? Not just what I'm thinking. What are you thinking? We, last, we did our last strategic plan, I think, in 2019, which was right before Tracy resigned. And really, this is the perfect time to do it. You had you know, a change in leadership. You have a pandemic. You have a change in your industry. The industry's changed. There's not a better opportunity than to come and sit down at the table and say, what have we got and where are we headed? And I'm excited about that. Yeah. Time is now. Like yeah. the opportunity is here. 
<laughs> I mean, uh, if there was the, not a better motivator to make a new plan than a pandemic, I don't know what it is. So <laughs> yeah, true. It, it definitely uh, turned the industry on its head and um, opened uh, a lot of eyes. And, and give, I think it's going to give us a lot of new uh, insight into doing things differently um, and, uh, and, and advancing the entire industry. Uh, well, technology, I mean, is always a big part of this. I mean, obviously, this last year has been, um, I mean, incredible advancement in, in communication through technology, and, and it's a constant development. Um, you know, this year, you guys are doing virtual as well as an in-person event, right? Is this correct? Right. How, uh, how much does advancing the technological capabilities of your events come into play for RIFMA going forward? Is that, a, is that a big focus? I, you know, well, that remains to be seen of how much of a focus it is, but I think it's critical. You know, we learned a lot about technology in the past year, things that none of us ever knew. Um, and we've used it, we've used it well, we've made jokes about it, we've had fun with it, but we all know that we're now stuck with this, right? I have a friend who has two sons. One is in the military and is stationed away from home. One of their favorite family activities is to play Dungeons and Dragons remotely. Nice. So they're all in different places playing D&D. And that made me think, you know, we hear about this all the time. That made me think we have some younger millennials and some Gen Z who have lived their lives with technology. They have never known a world without the Internet. I mean, yep. these, these people exist. They want to connect from a distance. They want to be able to video chat during their Peloton ride. They want to be able to get online and play these games remotely. Does it work for everyone? Not at all. But there will be a segment of our world, not just within the RIFMA industry, within our world, that wants these remote learning activities, networking activities. They want to connect with each other from afar. They don't want to get in an airplane. I think we may be seeing that for a while, that people are still a little bit hesitant to travel, although the news reports are showing something very different. They're saying that everybody wants to travel. But I think that, you know, it's we have to remember those with young children, it may be difficult to travel. Aging parents, if your work schedule is crazy. So we, how do we accommodate those people and that, you know, to make sure they get a good experience? And I think that's technology. We'll see what happens with it, but I think it's here to stay. You know, it's interesting you bring that up because I was just meeting with some of our partners uh, and we were talking about <laughs> how the industry is changing. The pandemic created a lot of early retirement mm-hmm. for people who have been in FN for years and years. And <clears throat> that's making way for Gen, uh, Gen Z to come in and, and the millennials are already in it. But they're even stronger now. And you're right. The technology base uh, is vastly different than the older generation, even Gen Xers. You know, we are in from the beginning on this technology thing. But the being accustomed to being technology based is really a Gen Z thing. Very much so. And I think it's going to be interesting moving forward how these conventions adapt to that. Uh, and how FM adapts to that in general, because it's it's so it's such a different experience. Yeah, it is. And so that's that's interesting, and I think it's the, it, we'll see how it happens. It's going to be exciting to kind of see the changes coming up, and I think I think the tech will be a, a big part of it. 
I know one thing, education is always a big part of RIFMA. And uh, it's one of our core values here uh, for my company uh, as CGP and, and, and FM Evolution. We focus heavily on education. Uh, and I know you guys do too. It's one of the reasons I love attending RIFMA because there's so many great things, so many great speakers. And uh, I was actually was hoping you could tell us a little bit, maybe sneak peek of your keynote this year. I am so excited about our keynote. We had a call with him as, as is our process is to talk to the keynote presenter. Uh, there's nothing worse than having a keynote stand up there and your members go, do they know who they're talking to? Yeah. Um, our keynote this year is Walter Bond. He's a former NBA basketball player and has now found his niche as a speaker. And, um, you know, he's lived quite the life. Anytime you play college and professional sports, your world is different, right? That's a huge learning lesson. And he's going to talk about um, motivation. And I think this is really key for our audience right now. We have some who've had so many changes. And, well, I'm, I'm, I'm a big proponent of change. And I like to get out of my comfort zone. And I do it for a reason. But it's hard. And sometimes change can, you know, set you back a little bit. But I think his talk on motivation is really going to help all of us in figuring out how to move forward and, you know, see the silver lining in all this. And and there has been some silver linings and I've definitely seen them. But I know everybody's different and everybody's taken away something, you know, different from this whole situation. I think Walter's going to be really be a breath of fresh air for our, our audience and he knows who he's talking to, so which is good. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is uh, that is important, and I have been to keynotes that don't, and so I'm excited to to hear Walter. And I think motivation is going to be uh, an important topic. Um, we've all been through a lot. Uh, some thrive on change. I do, uh, mm-hmm. and, you know. And there's a lot of people in FM that uh, that don't. <laughs> and you know it's just the way fm is it's very organized it's very methodical it's you know and so but at the same time it, the funny thing is it's chaos <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's interesting and uh so keeping motivated is is a very important uh aspect to fm so I, i'm excited for that that'd be good yeah. um Teresa, i wanted to talk about since we're talking about education uh, I want to talk about the education sessions. Uh, it seems like every year they get better. I know you guys work the education department. I know Debbie and her whole department, they work so hard on trying to get good content for everyone. Um, what should we expect for this year? What, what, what are we looking at? You know, the conference curriculum committee does an amazing job and so does Deb in creating the content. And you are absolutely right the better it gets, the more we all expect, right? I do the very same thing um, in terms of, you know, what, what, what's there? What, what am I going to take home from it? And as someone who's attended conferences for many, many years, what I found is if I can take home one or two tidbits of information that will help me in my job, my life, whatever. And by the way, if you help yourself in your personal life, that mostly helps you in your professional life too. I think those are critical. So they've got some really good sessions lined up. If you ask me to list them, I'm going to have to make up stuff. I cannot remember. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Well, that's okay. So you go and go to the website, uh, RIFMA annual convention, uh, annual, was it RIFMA annual? It's RIFMAonline.com and then click on the annual meeting links. Thank you. Thank you. See, save me for myself. (laughs) (laughs) 
Can I give one uh, more plug outside of the conference? Yeah, yeah. Talk about, uh, one thing that we found is when, you know, we're wanting to provide opportunities for all of our members and understanding going back to not everyone could travel this year. Not everyone, you know, some people can't travel regularly, too far from home, whatever. We're for starting in 2021, we are bringing back our regional showcases. Nice. Each year, we will have two regional showcases outside of the conference location. And the point of these is to provide learning opportunities and networking opportunities for those who are unable to travel or attend the conference for whatever that reason might, may be. It may be budget. It may be travel. It may be whatever that is. Uh, for 2021, there will be one in Irvine, California, and one in Las Colinas, Texas. So stay tuned for more details. Oh, cool. I can't wait to go to Irvine. It's in my hood. So yeah, you'll have to definitely have to participate. Yeah, that's going to be great. Well, awesome. I love that. Um, what was I going to say? Oh my gosh. So leadership, we talked about earlier uh, being a key kind of a core component of FM. It really is. Um, and we talk about leadership a lot on the show and, and I know it became a hot topic for FM and, and is it really at the top of people's list? of what they need to learn in FM. It's, it's high demand. Mm-hmm. Uh, RIFMA is in their second year of leadership, RIFMA. And then I want to see, you want to check in, how's the program going and, and, and tell us more about it for those who but don't know about it. I, I tell you, I love leadership RIFMA. I love this. Uh, I was actually able to sit in on one of the sessions and it was awesome. However, I think I may have talked a little bit too much. I think they were like, this program is not for you. Go back to your office. <laughs> they, they never said that. They were they were super nice that I was so, you know, they were breaking into groups and they were working on projects and coming up with solutions. And I loved watching it. I'm going to try and sit in on part of the session during the conference if I have time. That's on my schedule if that happens. But that's what I'd like to see. And I think this is a very important program. I think it's critical for the industry and our profession. And I anticipate not only seeing it continue, but hopefully grow over the years, because I think it's got some really good elements of, again, things that you learn in your personal life and your professional life, they overlap and help you in both. And I think this was really, um, really a key point for our members. We know what's interesting is most of us, where we grow as a person is in our professional lives. That's True. that. That's where we grow. That's and, and it affects our our personal lives. Mm-hmm. And so, being a part of a program, especially one like Leadership Rhythma, is uh, is very impactful for those people who are going through it. Because I mean, let's just be honest. Rhythma has to deal with uh, our FMs have to deal with IT department, HR department, operations department, and they have to lead from anywhere they go in that position and, and work with and delegate to and, and really manage all these, these balls up in the air. And it is just, it's, it's a crazy, it's a crazy job yeah. uh, and, and, and exciting, but you really got to know how to lead because if you don't, it's just, it just makes things so much more difficult. Yeah. And you have just you have yeah. so much responsibility. Uh, people are really counting on you. And then more than ever, this year, more than ever, FM is is leading the way because all these facilities went dark, and you know they're figuring out how people work remote. It's just it's been it's it's crazy. Yeah. So I'm excited for that program for you guys. I know this is your second year doing, it, I believe, um, and I'm definitely looking to get into it next year. I think it'd be great. Awesome. Awesome. It'd be good. 
All right, well, guess what? We're almost out of time. We're going to wrap up. It went really fast, didn't it? It did. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as we wrap up, I wanted to ask you one more thing. Uh, if you could offer one piece of advice for FMs this year, what would it be? <laughs> On the spot. You know, one of the things I've said over and over again is that our entire world is rebuilding not just our industry. You have the seven-year-old who spent kindergarten at her house learning online. You have large companies who had to think completely about how they're doing business. They had to re-envision that completely. Uh, Trust me, I would much rather be the big business than the seven-year-old kindergartner having to relearn what they missed in kindergarten because their parents were like, I don't know what to do here. (laughs) I mean, I get it. But I also think 2024 is going to be awesome. So if I'm looking forward to 2021, my advice, and this is to myself as well, by the way, myself, my team, my friends, to everyone, is hang in there and take advantage of any learning or networking opportunity you can. I know you're going to be busy. Things will be busy. They'll be busier than normal. But that's okay. It's going to be worth it. Make Carve that time out for your own professional and personal development is going to be critical. That's I think that's key. And I had a conversation with friends about that this morning. We take time for everyone else. We need to take time for ourselves and make sure we continue to learn and grow. I love that. I I know that to me as the power of proximity and the people that you have around you shape your life and choose wisely and spend time with those people. That's great advice. Great advice. I love it. Okay. One more thing I do have to tell you that's kind of fun today. Yes. this morning, the the truck with all of our stuff left for Charlotte. So this party Woo! happening, and we did have a mini celebration among the staff team this morning, but everything is on its way to Charlotte, and we are excited and ready to go and ready to see everyone. The truck has left. That's right. It's gone. That's awesome. <laughs> all right. Oh, I wanted to ask you for uh, the virtual event. Yes. Um, that's happening during or after, or how's it work? I forget. It's going to happen. In, it's going to be a separate event in July. Awesome. So we will have all the details at the conference. And I think you'll be excited to hear about that. It'll be at the end of July. Nice. Exciting. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me. I can't wait to see you uh, in Charlotte. It's so much fun in person. Uh, but this has been great. Uh, I can't thank you enough. Uh, I appreciate you being on the show. And, and hopefully we can have you on more this year to talk about all the events. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And wait, are you a hugger? Absolutely. Okay, good. Because I'm a hugger and I almost think it's a character flaw because I'm like, oh, here, I just hugged you. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I know. Me too. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot, too. <laughs> yes, well, I'll, well, I'll give you a big hug when I get there. I can't wait to see you guys. Perfect. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Everyone who is listening on your favorite podcast platform, thank you for listening. We couldn't do this without you guys. Uh, and, but be sure to subscribe and, uh, man, leave us a comment. We would love to hear from you for those on YouTube, hit the little notification, the notification bell. So you know, when we have new videos out and, uh, and feel free to check in with us. We'd love to hear from you guys too. Thank you from everyone at FM evolution, the entire team production. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, and Teresa, we'll see you in Charlotte. Thank you. Bye-bye.